Do you feel like things are unraveling? Do you feel like you're unraveling? Well, we do, and we're here to talk about it. In fact, I would go so far as to say the current energy leading into the upcoming Lionsgate portal is challenging us to move forward despite this unraveling, which, though hella uncomfortable, may be the very thing we need to show ourselves just how far we've come. Absolutely. I agree with that 1,000%. I've been been dealing with that a lot myself over, um, I would say over you know, several months probably, but has been Mm -hmm. most prominent over this last week. This last Mm. week I have, I have felt like an emotional (laughs) yo-yo. It's, it's more than a roller coaster. It's, it's a constant up, down, 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 loop to loop, walking Mm -hmm. dog, like all the things, (laughs) (laughs) all the yo-yo tricks you can think of that, that's happening with my emotional centers and connecting to me physically as well. And, um, and, and I think there's, there's no choice, but to do that at this point, it's, we're, we're getting to a point where it's no longer an option to set that aside, that portion of it aside. Um, I think the physicality is just automatically being woven in and perhaps that's why things feel so heightened and feel so, um, unnerving and have this like extra layer of oomph to it is because we're integrating much more of the physicality how do you feel about that what is what have you been experiencing it's been a bit different for me i've been faced with challenges that would have terrified me had i been facing them last year at this time um However, something has shifted for me in the recent months where there is just this pervasive acceptance of whatever I'm stepping into. And I mean, whatever I'm stepping into. When I check in with my emotional self regarding even even the, the top tier fear stories that I hold, you know, like all my teeth are going to fall out. <laughs> Things like that, like ridiculous things that are not going to happen, but would instantly cause serious anxiety in my body. The response straight from the emotional body, straight through to the physical body is, well, that'll be an interesting experience. Let's go find out. And that is very, very new for me. And I'm still learning to trust it. I'm, I'm, there's a part of me that's a little bit, not afraid, but more, um, concerned that it's just going to, it's a phase. (laughs) It's just going to up and leave because it feels really, it's just a huge relief to not over emotionally react to every possible scenario. And it's just too new for me to really quantify further than that. Um, I I totally get that. I feel like I've just experienced my first real bout with that, like over the last couple of days. Real bout with what? Um, with with that kind of acceptance of mm-hmm. whatever's going to come and safety coming from a new place i'm trying to figure out what the best way is to explain this so it's not really about it's it's not about because about of something means you're fighting against it you're not fighting against it when that happens you're relieved right yeah of course i'm relieved 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure because the, the wording you used confused me because it made it sound like it was you were battling against it instead of happy to have it. No, no. It's just something that's that's new mm-hmm. for me. I haven't mm-hmm. experienced like this before. I haven't experienced this level of uh, peace mm-hmm. when the information comes in. Like, And, I have and that's the perfect this. word for it. That's the perfect word for it. Peace. Yeah. It's, it's 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 like true neutral. It's like this information that would have completely freaked you the fuck out before is now coming in and you're like, huh, well, this is an adventure, an interesting adventure that I've chosen to take. It's like taking full ownership, finally, that you have created all of this and trusting at the same time in yourself that if you've created all of this, you've done it for a reason and you've actually done enough personal growth to realize that you're not an asshole who would needlessly put you through something you didn't want to experience. <laughs> right. 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 And I, it's, it's kind of interesting the, the way this came about. So like for me, I'm, I'm about five weeks out from my bariatric surgery and things have been going we talked about this a little bit last time, but things have been going fairly slowly up until this point, because there's certain things that you have to do and it's kind of spread out. But when you're on a longer plan altogether, you reach a point where you've, you've done a majority of the things. Now you're just waiting for kind of the, uh, the clerical end to catch up. So a lot of, you know, sending the information out to the insurance companies, waiting for the approval, all that, I got my approval uh, officially for the surgery uh, day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. And now all of the things are starting to like really fall into place. We're like, okay, and now there's a whole new slew of things for you to do. Mm-hmm. And you've got to get them done quick. <laughs> so right. I'm, I'm dealing with that right now. Yes. And, yes. and you know what? That has wondered that- a lot. And that is interesting because I've been dealing with that feeling of oversaturation too. And that's the word that, that's the only word that has really helped me understand what I'm feeling because again, I'm not feeling it in the same ways. I'm not using the old emotional pathways that I used to use. So I'm having, I find myself having to come up with new vocabulary to really pinpoint what I'm experiencing and oversaturation has come up again and again. It's not that I'm, I'm not stressed out. I'm not, I mean, there's maybe a little bit of stress with it, but I'm not stressed out. You know, you know what I mean by that? The difference between those two, like it's not taking over. It's just, Hey, heads up, you're feeling stress. And then I take certain, you know, whatever's within my power to take, I take those actions to mitigate that stress instead of spiraling out of control and feeling like the world is trying to eat me alive. And so oversaturation has been the word that has come to mind. Because that's exactly, it's just, well, it feels like a lot. (laughs) I don't feel in danger anymore. I don't feel like a prey animal anymore, but I'm certainly still able to recognize when I am reaching some sort of limit. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's something that you just, you hadn't experienced before and you're like, how do I deal with this? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to wade yourself through it. but. but yeah, there's a different, there's a different feeling around it. And, mm-hmm. and this is very interesting because as, as all of these things started to fall into place 
and it started to become more and more real. You know, I can see it actually manifesting in my physical reality, all of the things that are going to come to pass fairly quickly. One of the things that I realized came up for me on a deeper emotional level on that like shadow level was that I had a lot of inner child stuff coming Mm -hmm. up around the surgery that I was not necessarily expecting to come up. It was not something that I was prepared for. And yet I completely understand. And it was like more of a revelation than like, Oh shit, this is another thing that I have to deal with. It was kind Mm -hmm. of like a, Oh, now I get it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. Got it. And that was that I, I was having a lot of emotions about, losing this this portion of myself that I have been very familiar with since I've been about nine this Mm -hmm. body that I've been living with has been in the process of cultivating since about I was nine year old nine nine years old so you know that's that's a long time to be with a piece of yourself in in a current existence it's shaped a lot of my life and how I've lived my life and how I've made the decisions that I've made. It's, it's helped to shape mold and cultivate who I have become through that. And what I had realized was that in the process, even though I am very excited to have this done, there was almost a, a kind of like a sadness and a hurt almost surrounding the release of the idea of being in this particular uh, form of this physical body. And I realized that that didn't really belong to the current me that belonged to past little me's that belonged to my inner children, as it were the, the versions of me that used this body as a hiding place as a mechanism to try to feel safe to be unseen by a world that they thought was going to harm them or that they were uh endangered by and i that was i i I did call you on that day or we texted i think Mm -hmm. And I just, the realization like came to me literally as I was texting and I was like, wow, that's, that's bananas. And that's a lot. And I had an experience that was very interesting shortly thereafter where I was thinking about it and, and trying to um, figure out, okay, how, how am I going to proceed with this knowledge? And almost immediately, I didn't even have to think about it. I didn't have to try to put anything in place. Another past version of me that I've spoken about before, Mary, who was a, a, a previous fragment of myself and one that well, she was a, I lean she was on a, a lot. She's she a previous part. incarnation. <laughs> She's an incarnation yeah. of you. Yeah. When I think of fragment, the, re- the reason I bothered to say anything is because when I think of fragment, I think of the pieces inside of me right now that have not been healed enough to sure. be 
reabsorbed into the whole. So she wasn't, she's not a fragment. She is another version of you, a, another timeline of you, another incarnation of you. Sure. Sure. And I, I, I totally might be more whole than you. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is why I lean on her so much. And it was really kind of beautiful because without even having to think about it or put any energy into it whatsoever in my mind's eye, I showed myself where Mary was coming forward and speaking to these children and coaxing them out from their hiding place and letting them know that everything was going to be okay. Yeah. I know. It's some deep stuff. I know. I can feel them in there and they've had a long journey. And I feel like a part of their voice is saying, don't you appreciate us? Don't you appreciate how much work we've done to keep you safe? Don't you appreciate all that we've collected? And I see them collecting physical body, you know, just physical weight. Don't you appreciate this collection that we've made on your behalf to help keep you safe, to make you to make you be able to interact with the world because I think the really base fear was that if that didn't happen, you would not be a part of the world. And I think that might be one of your worst fears. Absolutely. And it was, um, like, it's obviously, it's still very emotional. It's still very raw. Yeah. But I've, I've had so many interesting twists and turns just over the last, maybe 48 hours with that where that was that scene was beautiful just seeing mary you know talk to them say it's okay you know you don't have to hide anymore we know you we see you we hear you we understand what you've been through and we're here to take care of you we're here to take care of you you are safe mm-hmm. and not only you are safe, but the other thing was you don't have to hide anymore. You don't have to stay hidden. You can come out and enjoy this world that we're in. It's here for us to enjoy just as much as it is here for us to learn from. And that's not something that those portions of me understood. They thought that they had to continue to hide and be afraid of everything. So all of these situations that I've had come up in my life where, you know, an an opportunity maybe felt more like a risk than an opportunity because these children were really stepping forward and going, I feel really unsafe. I feel really unsafe. I don't think anybody is going to hear me. I don't think anybody can see me and what I've been through and I don't think they understand. And so we want to remain as hidden as possible. So please don't do this. This feels like too much. And there are a lot of times in my life where I have listened to that, just not understanding really where, where that feeling and that information was coming from. And it is now very clear to me where that information has been coming from or where it's been seated And I'm able to look at that more objectively now. And along with Mary, step in and say, I I do see you. I understand what you've been through. I understand your struggles. I'm so sorry that that's something that you've had to traverse. But we're fine. We're we're more than fine. We're, We're okay. We can do this. 
we'll we'll get through this together. You don't have to hide. You can come out and you can play now. You can come exactly. out and play. Yeah. And I've over the last forty eight hours or so, I've really been coaxing this energy to come out and play. Let's play. Don't worry about it anymore. Let's let's just go out and see how much fun we can have because you're protected. And the protection is coming from a knowing of a really truly deep knowing of being a part of source and knowing that that is the ultimate protection. <laughs> there is nothing so dark in this world that can touch me when I fully am in acceptance of the fact that I am source right. at the very deep whole of myself. I create, I create, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to create something so terrible for myself that, that I can't live through experience through gain knowledge through gain deeper understanding through it really dropped into my heart space in a way that I hadn't experienced since my um my medicine journey right and that was huge <laughs> that was hugely important um and I feel so much more, even though there's a ton of energy around it and there's still like <laughs> the matter of processing that energy, the unraveling doesn't feel like, oh my God, my world's falling apart. What am I going to do? How do I put it back together? The unraveling feels like I've been bandaged up so tightly that I can now start to breathe, that right. I can now start to see where I couldn't see before. I can now start to speak where I couldn't speak before because I was bound up. There is a freeing to it, an empowerment to it. And right. I think we're all going to be stepping into energy like that. I can, I'm already seeing it through other people where they're taking those steps to um, meet portions of themselves and uncover portions of themselves that maybe they were having a hard time accessing previously. And I think that's, that's just one of those themes of this year. And it was interesting in regards to like Lionsgate, I was thinking about it this year. And this is a, this is basically an, an eight, eight, seven year, because if you add up 2023, it's seven Next year will be an eight 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 year. Next year is going to be very interesting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next year is going to have um, the benefits of us going through this process right now. Right. So I'm really been, interested to see that. I've been picking up on that message too, um, not so succinctly because I was unable to connect it to where I transitioned. Hearing you talk about your current transition, I realize now that you are um, essentially doing the work that I did when I did the inner child post on Instagram, where where I posted the, the child, me, and she was in a heart. It's, that's what they're showing me right now. Like when when I tapped into her and I shook hands with the adventure when she was 
free enough to tell me what kind of adventure she wanted to go on. And the fearful parts of me all shook hands with that adventure. It catalyzed that dropping into my heart space. It catalyzed that healing and that completion of my inner child pieces coming forward and realizing that they no longer had to do the work that they had been doing to keep mm -hmm. us safe that now they were able to come out like the work was over, not because mm -hmm. the world was any more safe, but because we as a collective inside this body had reached a point where we understood each other enough to communicate properly. And there weren't going to be any dropped balls, so to speak there. No one was yeah. going to um, fail to see something. Everything was visible now. And yeah. when I started tapping into her, it was highly emotional and, and I, I had intense revelations and ever since then, the trajectory has been on the upswing and it's taken me, I guess that was, oh gosh, I don't think it was quite a year ago, but it might've been, I don't remember, but ever since then, it has just been so so much more of a relief to just be in life that 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 need for leaving the planet that need for hey aliens won't you just beam me up it's not there anymore there's this peace this foundation of peace that i never thought possible and that foundation of peace it really cleared all of, all of that clutter away that was preventing me from from standing on my own two feet, essentially. And it's just, it's taken a while to process and integrate that because I had never lived a life where I was in a position to even consider trusting that feeling. Yeah. I, I, I can completely, uh, understand and empathize with that position. It's, it's a very interesting place to be in. It it means that there is a whole new relationship evolving with the ego as well, mm -hmm. because there's, there's not a need for the ego to pair up with that inner child and be in charge as like a fail safe. Right. <laughs> right. So, so that means that, that relationship is evolving quickly and and heavily and there's a lot of you know thank you for being there thank you for helping me get through this particular period but i i don't need you like that anymore i don't need those maps that you created in my brain that said watch out detour you know, you, you need to stop and, and redirect. I, I don't need that anymore. I, I thank you for, for creating what you had to create when you needed to create them. But I, I don't need those like that anymore. We're going to do things differently now. And, and that right there is the key to the other side of this journey. That's the upswing. That very last thing you said is the upswing because the whole healing journey is us awakening to the fact that our egos have been protecting us from so many things for so many reasons. And 
as we continue along that journey, we start to realize that those fail safes, those protection mechanisms, those coping mechanisms are actually holding us back and keeping us down and making life a more miserable and um, horrifying existence. And so we set about work, which usually sounds like, thank you, but I don't need that anymore. Um, and that sends a message to the ego that I'm, I'm getting rid of you. The truth of the matter is, is that not only is it impossible to get rid of the ego, but you're not supposed to get rid of the ego. Instead, you're supposed to, when you get to a certain point, you'll realize that you can give it new tasks. It's not just reprogramming the parts of you that were following along with that old, with the ego's protection systems. It's then that part of you that starts to heal from those experiences becomes stronger than the ego. And as it becomes stronger than the ego, it then can turn around to the ego, which used to be the strong one in the relationship. And now that the ego has been sufficiently humbled, <laughs> the goal is to say, here's what I need from you. This is the new adventure we are co-creating. And suddenly the ego is like, wait, what? I'm still here. I didn't die because that's how we feel when we're on this healing journey. Like if I go any further with this, I will lose my mind or, or die. It, it feels that perilous to heal spiritually, emotionally, all that to awaken. And so when the ego finally finds out that, oh, you weren't getting rid of me. You were just, you were just making a new game. Oh, I'm down for a new game. And suddenly the ego is on board. And not well, only, and the, yeah, that's the crazy part. The crazy part is that the the ego and the inner child has been so so intertwined. Think mm -hmm. about the the double helix of the DNA that kind of intertwined for so long that when you finally break through to that inner child and say it's okay, we're not getting rid of you, we're not sending you away. It's like it's this, the messages are coming through that that transition is coming through at the same time. And what what my higher self just said to me while you were talking was that we are evolving the ego in this current moment. The ego is evolving its its mission, its tasks, its, um, you know, whole basis for existence is evolving. From a place of, you know, being this thing that kept this, this new, this new child of this world safe into having a different understanding of, of what it's here for. It's, it's not going to be here for the same thing anymore. There's a particular knowledge that future descendants are going to come in with that will not require that level of um, outside protection mm -hmm. as it were. Mm -hmm. And that's, or even, or even external relation. <sighs> yeah. And that's crazy and, to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, 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 again, and awesome, beautiful. Yes. Crazy, awesome, beautiful. And once again, as always a big fat duh, because mm -hmm. if we're evolving in that way, of course the ego has to evolve in that way. I mean, yeah. It's so funny how these things need to be said, but once you say them, did they really need to be said? We know the answer is yes, but we also know that we know this. It's yeah, the weirdest thing. But we, but we have to work towards that level of knowing. Yeah. 
we have to work towards getting to where we have been before. I think one of the reasons why I lean so heavily on the incarnation of Mary is because I know Mary has been through all of that before. She has been very clear and upfront with sharing and showing to me all the things that she lived through because she lived a very interesting and curious life that lasted a particularly long time through many of these shifts so you know in a long way i am i am so grateful for the relationship that i have with that particular portion of my energy because it has shown me things that um had i not seen had i not been aware of I would have been much more trepidatious in going into the space that I'm in now. I feel like that those transitions, those transformations would have taken even longer had I not been aware because I, I just wouldn't know how to wrap my head around some of the things that we're going through. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, it's pretty amazing to sit back now. Like it, so last night, um, my hubby and I went out because we, we haven't been really out of the house in a big way in a long time. And we had been saving for over a year now these uh, these two passes to Disneyland that um, it, it, a weird situation cropped up. And anyway, we had we had these two passes that we were just kind of holding on to. For a day when we could go and with all of the things that have happened in the last week and knowing that in a few weeks here i'm going to be kind of uh laid low a little bit more um after the surgery while i recover i'm like you know let's let's go out and enjoy ourselves let's have let's have some fun <clears throat> let's i and i what i was really looking to do is I was really looking to coax out these children inside and say, let's, let's go find out what it's like to play as a child. Nice. Let's, let's go discover our childhood, shall we? Right. And so I went in with that idea yesterday and a lot of other things happened yesterday that really would have tested those children but i could really feel their resilience building the okay this is scary but we're gonna trust that we're okay because we're telling ourselves that we're okay (laughs) and um the last time that we had gone to disneyland and that whole the whole disneyland resort area uh the last couple of times actually which has been over a year ago but I had had several anxiety attacks um, where the the empath in me was just sending up all the red flags and I had to bring my earbuds along and find a place to sit and put my earbuds in and put some like meditation music in so I could just sit and calm myself because the energy of everything in in those places was just too much too much too much too much and i did not feel that at all nice yesterday not at all not even once and it was funny because i hadn't even realized it until we were sitting down fairly late in the evening 
yesterday and my husband said, how are you doing? Because the <laughs> last time we came here, you couldn't make it without using your earbuds. And I haven't even heard you mention anything. Are you doing okay? Like, how are you feeling energetically? And I was like, wow, that's right. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I haven't felt anything. I haven't felt, not that I hadn't felt anything, but I hadn't, I didn't feel, I was connecting, um, and I think we've talked about this before, about how empaths tend to lean to that side of things that feel like negative energy coming in. And I've always been aware that it's, that it goes both ways, because I, I have also been able to connect to when there's something joyful happening, but it, but it had seemed to be fewer and far between that that would be the case that I would attach to that if there was anything else going on that felt more, you know, threatening, a risk, fearful, sadness. Um, so things that we would naturally describe as maybe more, more of a negative feeling. Yesterday was quite the opposite. I was really, really, really uh fully feeling the joy um especially of children i was picking up on children a lot and the like children seeing things for the first time we had a family in front of us we were on the the train and it was a family from i think they were from um jamaica and it was the kids first time to Disneyland and they were probably between the ages of like three and five and there were several of them and we were on the train and we're talking to the parents and their aunt and they were trying to figure out like what stop they should get off next and we were kind of direct helping to direct them and we were just about ready to go into the uh the grand canyon primeval world experience <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. and i leaned over and i said do the kids like dinosaurs because if they like dinosaurs you're gonna love this next section of the of the train and we go in there and the minute the minute they could see the dinosaurs <gasps> dinosaurs <laughs> is that real are those real they're real and I teared up and had such a well of like, that was so amazing to experience their wonder mm -hmm. of that situation. And like, until they got off the train at Main Street, all, all they were talking about is, oh, were those real? Were those real? Those were real. That was so awesome. <laughs> they loved it. They loved it. And just seeing that kind of curiosity peak. And I was attached to that all night. I was attached to that feeling of wonder and curiosity and, you know, the newness of it all and the adventure. And that was what was primary. And it just, it sparked this thing in me that's like, oh, yeah. The sympathy thing goes both ways. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just forget that it's even possible to align with that other energy. And how cool was it to be able to align with that other energy? And I didn't even have to think about it. 
The right. same way I never had to think about, you know, just the feeling would come on me of, ooh, something feels funky here, or mm-hmm. this feels strangling or too much or suffocating or <gasps> that kind of, you know, panicky overwhelm. The same was just, it was the same for this very opposite energy. Same um, magnitude, opposite energy. Absolutely. And it was such a relief. It was like, oh my goodness, that's right. That's right. I can. I can pick up on this just as easily as I can pick up on the other. It just depends on where I'm sitting. Where am I sitting? Where is my energy at? What mm-hmm. what state am I already in? Because that's what I'm going to attract. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm you know, just telling myself before I left and, and speaking to that inner child and saying, let's go out and have a good time. Let's just, let's just enjoy ourselves. Let's just do all the things. And it was so funny. Like we come out of this ride, we were in Toontown that they just redid and we went to the, uh, the new ride and we came out. The first thing you see are this new fountain experience that they put in, which is literally created to draw kids in to want to play in the water. (laughs) And it was so hot still that I'm like, oh man, that water looks fabulous. And I, and I thought it was, at first I was looking at it from the designer's expe- you know, uh, perspective. And I'm like, that that's really cool, actually. And they did a really nice job in that. And there was this part of me that was like, let's go play in it. And at first I was like, nah, I'm an adult. I shouldn't go play in the water. And then I said, fuck <laughs> that shit. Let's go play in the water. Yes. <laughs> so I... I ran over to the fountain and I put my arms in it and I splashed with the kids and I turned around and, and, and Brian is looking back at me and just laughing and he's like, well, how was it? And I'm like, it was great. I feel lovely now. I'm like, oh, I needed that. That cooled me off. I feel great. I I am 100% happy with the decision I just made. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God right? this, this is coming through because it's so important. Like, it's no, this is the I create that you mentioned earlier. This is it. Yeah. This is the, the definitive I create. When you get to a point where you tell your, your inner children who are just coming out of hiding, let's go play. And they join you. They shake hands with you on that journey. They take that adventure. They take that challenge. And you literally manifest a family of children sitting in front of you who are there to teach you in that moment how to appreciate again through their yeah. eyes i mean come on dude that's the shit right there like and that's where we're all headed yeah you guys even if you right now are not relating even if you find yourself in a really tough position and you're just scared all the time i promise you this exists for you too it can't not happen it's just it's a rough road to get there <laughs> there are challenges <laughs> Absolutely. And it can exist at the same time. Trust me, my life is anything but easy right now. I got a lot of complicated same <laughs> shit on my plate. Yeah. Um, and there there is there is just the same amount of scary in my life right now as there is wonder and amazement. Yeah. But there's a balance point. There's 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 a place where I'm feeling like, you know, this but this is it though. This is how, this is actually how it's, it's meant to be is that there, there are going to be things that feel scary. There are 
things that are going to seem like, you know, I have no idea how this is going to turn out. I, I don't have a safety net in this particular area of my life. And you're not really supposed to, because those are the things that are going to catalyze uh, future shifts to, to go out and see what else is available to you. But for a long time, I've been living only in that side, or I haven't been, I haven't been in a really good place of balance for an extended period of time. I've, mm -hmm. I've found places of balance and I've been within that, but it's almost like I've been, um, just dipping my toe and testing the water and going, okay, well, that doesn't feel so bad. I'll wait in it a little while. And then something happens and I'm like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and now it feels like I'm a lot more settled. I'm a lot more in this place of accepting, you know, both can exist at the same time. Both are going to be here. Both are important to experience and it just, you know, can, how, how much can I remain in that place where I can allow both energies to come in and, um, distance myself from the chaos that can ensue from leaning in too much to one side or the other. It's like, I'm, I'm having this really lovely third party observant type of a experience right now with these, with these two portions of my life. And it feels good. And it feels like when I do that, I'm much more capable of realizing the opportunity that both sides are presenting. And mm -hmm. that is hugely important. Right. And and then it, it levels up again when you realize that both sides are, and when you look at both sides equally, they are both pointing you in the same direction. You start yeah. to realize why certain things are going away and why certain things are presenting themselves. And at first, it's just like you're willing to trust that they're related. You may not be able to understand their relation until it all unravels or unfolds for you. But then as you start to lean into it more and more, it becomes a way of life. And as it becomes a way of life, you develop a sense of why certain things are happening, what those things can yield, regardless of whether it's a something that is going away or something that is coming in. Because your judgment, you realize that your judgment of what was good and what was bad has also shifted along with mm -hmm. everything else. It can't not shift. And so when your judgment shifts, your experience of everything shifts. And so if you have managed to clear away enough emotional clutter to where you can finally stand on your own two feet, there's enough space for you to just stand still amidst it, then you are then able to transform yourself through your own perspective. Nothing needs to change in your external world. And for months I've been saying that. I've even said it to you. I've been like, nothing has changed, but I'm okay. And what mm -hmm. I'm saying is I would not have been okay a year ago. Yeah. But but nothing has changed in my physical world. I look, I look, I, I my world looks the same. My problems look the same. And mm -hmm. yet 
now I can tap into this sense of, but it's not the same. I can feel it's changing. I may not be recognizing um, physical, external reflections of those changes yet, but I can feel that I'm in an entirely new world. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's bananas. Oh yeah. I can see you now. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, but that's, it's, it's kind of bananas. It's like you, you think you understand certain things, certain portions of your life, how things work and how things are working. And you might have a particular understanding of that moment, but I feel like with each new unraveling of a particular layer, there's this new sense of understanding that comes with it that's you know and and this is really what i think they mean by connecting with a higher vibration a higher frequency a higher we use the term higher but and it's really kind of a shame i wish i could think of something more appropriate because i think it's just easier for us to relate that that's better more expanded (laughs) but really what it is it's 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 more it's a more expanded version of what you knew before which think about it we're always going to have a new expanded version of ourselves it's that's what we came into this world to do we are operating at a point right now that you know we would not have operated on when we were three years old or 10 years old or 20 years old or 35 it's like every year you live you're accumulating a a new understanding of the things that you've gone through previously you know i i I don't want to say necessarily from default but kind of by default because you're continuing to take on new knowledge and when you decide that you want to turn more inwards and really do more reflecting from an inward space, that knowledge grows exponentially. It's like you get a fast track for all of those things. So, um, well, I think that when, when we're maturing, when we're growing up, the old paradigm was just to collect, collect, collect. We were essentially mm-hmm. hoarding everything. We were hoarding emotions. We were hoarding experiences. We were hoarding anything we could grab. We had to keep because we were coming from a mentality of you never knew what you were going to need, when you were going to need it, and if something wasn't going to be there. So you just held on to everything. And now we are definitely transitioning into a place where the whole point of bringing our discernment online, which is part of this awakening process, when you bring your discernment online, suddenly your discernment is like, but wait, you don't need that. That's like five years old and doesn't fit you anymore. And you don't need that. It doesn't even work. And the only thing working on this fan is the light. So maybe throw that out, you know, and and it, Mm -hmm. it touches every aspect. It touches physical possessions. It touches thoughts. It touches emotions. Nothing is safe when your discernment comes online. And that is why we end up losing friends and we end up stopping, we end, we start, um, we stop talking to certain family members because we realize they're no good for us. That's all part of discernment coming online too. This is also part of discernment coming online, realizing that 
in this polarized world, you get to play with all the nuances that polarity causes. That's why you came here. And when you free yourself up from the clutter to play, why am I seeing tarot cards? <laughs> oh, because of the ones that you drew. <laughs> we'll be sharing Jamie's draw later on social media, just yeah. so y'all know. But um, once your discernment comes online, you realize that you have a whole array of things to work with and you don't need to hold on to everything. You're then able to say, that's not necessary right now. If I need it, it will be brought to me and you can let things go. That's what I mean by clearing out the clutter. So your discernment yeah. comes online, you clear out the clutter, suddenly you have a, a nice place to stand, a nice vantage point from which to observe your kingdom that you have built and created from scratch, which up until now has just been take, 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 hoard, hoard, hoard. And now you get to see what you can use, what you need to get rid of, where you need to improve things. And suddenly you are a creator. And when you become that creator, you begin to manifest everything that wasn't coming to you before because you are doing so mindfully. You are aware. You are awake. And that's amazing. And an advanced relationship with that inner child aspect is really key to that transition. That's where your power and is. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm seeing it like I've understood it previously and I've been through things with it previously, but I am, I'm experiencing a new layer yeah. of that and, and a whole broadened understanding of that, that I, you know, it's like, you don't realize how, how much say that portion of you has until you realize it. <laughs> right. like, there's no other way to explain that. It's like, until all of a sudden you see it because you, you may have dealt with huge things, huge things. I have dealt with huge inner child things, things that I thought, well, I, I, I don't know of anything bigger than that. Like I, how, how could you put, <laughs> how could you put anything above that? You know, um, abuse childhood abuse that is a huge trauma if if you do work on childhood abuse i'm i'm sure you're probably thinking well i don't i don't know what else i could possibly discover that's bigger than that <laughs> so the image and, that they're giving me the image that they're giving me is it's like letting your children free from the workhouse yeah oh it, it totally is it's, yeah but it's again and until i said yes to this particular process and not that I'm trying to push this process on anybody. You, you've got to do whatever feels right for you. What I'm saying is there is going to come a time when something in your life is going to trigger a, a new evolution of the relationship that you have with your inner child. This happens to be what triggered for me is, is going through this process of this surgery because this is a part of me that has been again it's been a part of me since I was nine years old and this has been really the only this is this is the physical me that I have lived with for the longest portion of my life so so knowing that this physical portion of me is going to change exponentially um very very quickly 
was a huge threat to that inner child. Mm -hmm. And I could not have possibly foreseen that. Could not have possibly foreseen that. So you never know what, what that trigger is going to be. Um, that makes them kind of come up in arms and go, wait, no, this is, <laughs> a, this is the rock that we've been hiding under lady. You can't mm -hmm. uncover us. Then, then what, then who's going to take care of us? Who's, how are we going to hide? How are we going to live? How are we going to survive? How, how are we going to keep ourselves safe? How are we going to keep ourselves unseen, unheard from the big bad? How, how are we going to, um, keep ourselves from, being taken advantage of again because that's really what that was all about for for mine it was you were too visible and we need to make you invisible and to keep safe and i i am not angry at them for that i completely understand wanting to protect yourself and not understanding that you are a part of so something so great that even though there was even though there was damage done it it will not kill that spirit that spirit will always live and make make it through anything because you were a part of something much bigger than you can even understand i understand that now so I can teach that to that child who doesn't understand that. And I am in the process of teaching that to to this childlike version of me, these versions of me. I feel like there's more than one. I feel like I have a oh, whole gaggle of children. We all have. I feel like a, a whole kindergarten classroom. Absolutely. Filled with, with little snotty, sticky fingered <laughs> children who are hiding under blankets and little forts and you know it's like i don't know I, I i just i i am having a hard time grasping words and terms that even fit this particular portion of the leveling up it's mm -hmm. it's pretty damn big it is and what awaits on the other side is such a relief so when you shake hands with these things that scare you not scare you as a whole because you're not whole none of us are whole we are a collection and when the collective gets scared the collective turns away from shaking hands with the adventure mm -hmm. and when you turn away from shaking hands with the adventure the only thing that's going to happen is it's going to reinforce the fact that everything's scary and dangerous and when that next opportunity comes around for the adventure, you're going to have an even more difficult time shaking hands with it until the point where your life is so miserable and just heavy and you feel so oppressed that you have left yourself with no choice but to shake hands with the adventure because anything has to be better than this. It has well, to get better me, somehow. It was, it was just, I, there, there were still a lot of things out there that I wanted to experience. And when I asked myself, what's, what's really holding me back from that experience? Like I had to give myself the, if you won the lottery and you had all the money in the world to do whatever you want, would you do these things that are still on your list? Would there be anything else holding you back? 
And yeah, I had a whole list of things that would still hold me back. And a big part of that was I am not physically prepared to do those things. Mm -hmm. And when I was able to hear that from myself, that was when I was like, okay, then something needs to shift. Something needs to change. We need to get on this because that other story of it's because you don't have the funds to do it. That's been a nice excuse, Mm -hmm. but that really hasn't been the problem. Right. The problem has been that there are physicality issues that you're attached to and you don't believe that you can change that physical um, form. So let's put you in a position where you can and then see what we do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now, and now I have the children buying into that because I'm like, Hey, what would it feel like? in a year if we had this different body that we can go experience things through then what would you want to do what sounds like fun and now they're on board and just the fact that because, you're even having yeah. a conversation is incredible because there was a time when i approached you with the question what do you want and you literally had a freak out that question mm-hmm. was so oh, scary yeah. and so unrelatable that you you couldn't even answer it it was just like i mm-hmm. i, I, I stop pressuring me it's like it was like i was attacking you by saying what do you want mm-hmm. what do you want because like, i don't because know internally internally i was being attacked internally i had no idea because i had this wrestling match going on inside that i didn't even understand that i was having at the time right with this aspect of myself that was like you can't do that that means going out in the world and being seen you cannot be seen it is unsafe what are you thinking? What are you thinking? And I, I, I didn't even realize that that was something that was in there that I was listening to. That's how, um, that's the chokehold that it had over my physical system. Wow. That's a whole new layer that, that central nervous system, chokehold the um adrenal uh burnout that's a portion of that that is a huge portion of that i am just seeing that and that might be one of the reasons why it is so difficult for a lot of the people that go into that particular path to actually um for lack of a better term, service themselves in that capacity. What particular path? Be- um, the path of being healer for myself. I oh. am I am an energetic healer, I'm a sound healer, I am um a medical intuitive. And it's very difficult for me to turn those gifts around and work on myself, except when things like this start to come through and all of a sudden the foggy haziness that I get when I'm trying to read myself kind of lifts and I see all of these things bubble up and uh, yeah, that's huge. Mm-hmm. That is huge. More things and more things to come. I just feel like it's going to be a, a snowball reaction of chain reaction of things coming up in, in the, second half of this year that um are really going to open the gates for us so you know and again Lionsgate 
although we didn't get into it a whole lot this time, I feel like it's probably going to be a big sec, uh, big section of our next podcast because our next one is due to hit, I think, two days after, which is still very much in that pocket of energy. That energy lasts for quite a while. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what comes up when we record next around that. I'm, uh, I'm very curious. I am too. And my, the way I'm handling life right now is like, well, we'll just shake hands with it. Whatever comes up, just say yes. Say yes to it all. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I've lost your video feed. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Um, did did you want me? Because I, I know I I read them to you before. Did you want me to read what cards I got? No. Um, let's them? let's put it up on social media for everybody. Okay. I'll make it into a video. Sure. And uh, and maybe you can write a little something that you want to say to go with them. And okay. um, I'll make cool. it into a video for everybody. Yep. It's it's a real cool grouping of cards, so I'm really excited for you all to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a fun thing to pull right before we started recording, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be happy to share. I don't know about you. It feels like we've done the thing. It does. I have no um. I have no idea how long we've been talking because there's no counter on my screen, but uh, it feels like we've said what needed to be said. An hour, a minute, and approximately 59 seconds. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> right? All right. So we are um, currently adding to our social media um, collection, for better or worse. <laughs> uh, we, we just want various ways to communicate with you and for you to communicate with us. So we are doing our best to expand in that direction. It's just going slow because... There's only so much of us to go around. So be patient. Yeah. But we do have a Facebook page now and there's nothing on it. Not much to see, but there is one in existence and we will be checking it frequently for any comments and we will eventually start posting content there. So we have Facebook and then we have a Discord and we have Instagram, of course, which we are on the most frequently. We post there every day. Um, and Patreon, there's just a ton of places where you can reach us at this point. And it's really exciting to see this expansion happening for the podcast. So if you're interested in communicating with us or you'd like us to talk about a specific topic, let us know. Yeah, reach out. And if you don't have access to any of those things, you can still reach out to us through our email, which is soularchaeologypodcast at gmail.com. Right. And all the links will be all the places. So, And don't forget, we have a Saturday meetup when the uh, podcast comes out on Thursday, the Saturday after. We have a meetup on Discord where we just chat about either the show or what we're going through. And and we help each other out by both bringing messages through and validating people's experiences. So it's a very helpful thing if you're looking for a group to sort of hang around with and, and get some external validation. That's a good way to do it. Absolutely. We hope to see you there. All right, everybody. We will see you next time.